are you? I'm doing great. Welcome back to Simple Beauty, the podcast. I am your host, uh-huh, with the most, Miss August. And I am just here to welcome you to explore, examine, and enlighten ourselves on the ever-changing evolution of beauty. And we do not sit here and talk about makeup all the time. Listen, we try to do our best to do purpose on purpose with a purpose and make ourselves over from the inside. I am so grateful and ecstatic for your overwhelming applause and your overwhelming emails and your overwhelming welcome back because we not only have everyone back that wanted to listen to us, but baby, we have a litany of new subscribers, a litany of new Simple Beauty World representatives. I am so ecstatic and I am so hopeful that what I do on a weekly basis pours unto you the same way when I leave. I never feel empty with you guys. I just wanted to come on here because I noticed a change in numbers. And I said, you know what? Let me just get the people to run down just in case they forgot, just in case they don't remember. And I know that I came on last week. Well, the week before that, let's be clear. And, you know, gave very much to the tune of let's catch back up. But I am so excited because we have so many new people that are here with us and that is excited to be here that haven't listened to Simple Beauty Season 1. So I want to just run this thing down, let you guys know how this works and also what you can expect from Simple Beauty, the podcast. First, we start out by me saying, hey, how's it going? What's going on? And then we just go straight into Beauty is in. And Beauty is in is one of those segments that is truly refreshing because I never really know how the wind will blow for me. But what I do know is that I'm excited to let you guys know where I find beauty in a subject, whether it is a transgression, whether it is a triumph, whether there is something traumatizing going on. I try to find a beauty in something, and that is just what that segment is all about. You guys write into me, let me know like how your weeks went or how your days went or some things that you always tell me. You guys, I read all of the emails. Once I, I see them, I read them. And I'm just so grateful that I do something for you and I, you know, catch into your spirit. And then you guys are just with me. So then we move into Unicorn Tales. Now, listen, child. Unicorn Tales has been a mix-up. And I think that is really what stirred up down to very much to the tune of we need to pause Simple Beauty the podcast. It became a little bit overwhelming on the internet. I really feel like the audience that was on the internet is like totally different from our podcast audience. They were a little bit more abrasive and I was trying to figure out whether I restructure Simple Beauty the podcast or not. So with that being said, I didn't. I just kept going. I did a little filter here. I added a little thing here. And I just think that it's great how it is. Um, one, every once in a while, we'll go on the internet and I'll ask. Like this week, I asked the people about Child Down to the Unicorn Tail T.I. I asked them about it because I was talking about it on the podcast by myself. And I was like, I wonder how the temperature is. So I went on the internet, went a little, did a little live, checked in with the people, and they felt the way I felt. So, I, you know, I'll let you guys hear that when we get to Unicorn Tales. But Unicorn Tales is Simple Beauty World's perspective of the pop culture and the, the music or, you know, the music media or the news that is going on everything is speculated here we don't know if these things are true we are unsure of where it came from we honestly just read the blogs and report the stories but baby we're not trying to get sued or be messy so it's all a fiction it's all fake news child and then moving on we go to make me under which if you guys don't know i have not listened i am a professional makeup artist and i've been doing it for upwards of eight nine years now and i'm so grateful for all of the 
beauty and, you know, changes that I have been able to make in women inside and out. And so I do it. I do it well. I do skin beautifully. And I also, you know, make sure that it's just not me putting my hands to a face, but it's more so of a ministry. So I come on here with my professional knowledge and I let you guys know a tip, a trick or something that's going on. And I get an overwhelming response from the men. I didn't know. I, I had no clue. But they write in here and say, oh, I tried this, it worked, I did this. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool, let's keep it going. So it's really more so of a universal tip. If it's more geared toward women, I'm pretty sure that we can all tweak, 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 tweak down to skin, down to face. But after that, we move into everybody's favorite segment, what burns me up, child? And that is where we go in and just talk about all of the things. See now, one thing about Simple Beauty World and Simple Beauty the Podcast, we do not try to fake the funk. We're not, we are not here trying to make make it seem like that we're just trying to be perfect. No. We're trying to work on our insides and, you know, adjust ourselves and evolve and grow and become the people that we are called to be. That does not make it comfortable for us when we explore irritations with everyday life when we bump into somebody and something happens or we notice something that's really rigorous that we like child I gotta talk about it so I have a whole litany of things that burns me up and if you don't know what burns me up it's more so like an irritation this day and age the people the young girls are calling the pet peeve yeah it's irritating me yeah that's how they talk so it gives that and so that's just what the segment is all about I give you two or three things maybe one maybe I talk for about mm, five minutes or maybe I spend 50 seconds but I'm just letting you guys know that that is how we end our show and it is such a great thing I'm so grateful to you guys let's just hop into the show and let's get started this week on simple beauty the podcast I find beauty in a new season and this is simple beauty the podcast season two episode two and The way that I find structure and repurposing as it pertains to a new season has come really full circle for me. Like initially I took off of the podcast to say, hey, I want to make this a better, more interactive experience. I want to, you know, re-figure out like unicorn tales. I didn't like this. I didn't like that. But by me taking off and really taking the time to listen back to the quality in which Simple Beauty has brought to the podcast community. I was like, dag, August, you could have just kept speaking and dealt with it as such. So this week on Beauty is in, I found beauty in a new season. And the new season, not only in Simple Beauty Podcast, but the new season in our strength, the new season in our endurance, the new season of us reprogramming ourselves, the new season of just being broken in places that we can come out of. Let's find situations and seasons that we can grow from. You just don't go from summer to winter. There's always a break in the season. So when you go through fall, you know that you can adjust, not only adjust yourself, adjust your thinking, adjust your wardrobe, child, and just everything. And you just be like, okay, so now I'm ready to go to, to get to. Oftentimes we don't like a new season of life because we don't want to just adjust ourselves and Many times I have found in relationships, in friendships, in parenting, in life, in living, the only way that you can catapult yourself to a new level is if you go through the season of your last level. And 
I also realized that some of the best times in my life have came from seasons where I felt broken, seasons where I felt like I could not make it out of, seasons where I felt like there is no way I'm going to keep on dealing with this man. There is no way I'm going to keep on dealing with these teachers. There is no way I'm going to keep on dealing with this friend that deliberately disrespects me. Those seasons have made me realize that August, you have to go through those things in order to get to your next plateau. August, there is no way in the world that you think that you are just going to skate through life and all of your seasons be married. There is no such thing as a summer to a spring. It is always a summer to a fall to a winter to a spring. You have to go through to be able to appreciate all of the nesting, all of the nurturing, all of the things that you have done for yourself over those times, all of the seeds you have planted to be better. There's nowhere in the world that you can find beauty in a new season without being broken, without, you know, seeding into that new place for you. So this week on Simple Beauty, the podcast, I do find beauty in a new season, not only to be able to share and come and speak to you guys, but to be able to come and speak to you guys and let you know that sometimes it's okay to be broken. Sometimes it's okay to feel excellent. Everybody has an up and down, but what you do in that midterm really solidifies how you are going to break through in your new season. I love you. I like you. And let's move on, child. Welcome to Unicorn Tales, you guys. Yeah, 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 that's right. I'm here. I am alone, and we are going to dive into some Unicorn Tales. I have two in particular that I would like to discuss and itch your ears for a second because if you don't know what Unicorn Tales are, Unicorn Tales are Simple Beauty, the podcast, ultimate you know, thinking on how we want to go with the fake news of America, the speculated news of America, the things that may be true but may be half true that we find out down to the internet and everything we say here is a legend. And you want to know why? Because I don't want nobody suing me on something that was a possibility that could have been true. And with that being said, let's just go ahead and dive into our first unicorn tale. I have two for you guys. This first one is... I think it's very important to speak about because I feel a type of way. And as it pertains to music and as it pertains to everything that goes on in music in our country at this moment, in America, yeah, Tyrese has a nasty message for all rappers. Let's get back to rapping on beat. Now, if you know Tyrese, Tyrese is a mogul. He's an actor. He's a singer. In his opinion, he's a philanthropist, and he does all things well. In his opinion, never ever is short or sweet. And it's safe to say that he is not a fan of the way that the current state of rap is. Now, I don't listen down to rap music. I am not a rap fan. I really don't care for the technicalities and the messages that are behind rap music. I'm more of, you know, worship and praise girl, a go-girl girl. Yeah, y'all know I'm from D.C. So I listen to that if I have to listen to music. Like, I don't, you know, hold my ears closed when I hear rap music. But it's not my cup of tea. But he got down to the Twitter. And if you know Tyrese, you know he is really, really famous for always being on Twitter, child. He said, Dear Rappers, Please, let's get back to rapping on beat. 
who the are these engineers recording? And then he wrote, I just had to. Listen, I agree. We are not clear about who he is directly speaking about, but we know that he is never shy to share any of his thoughts, any of his things that he has going on, any discrepancy that he thinks may, um, you know, help him in any way. Or if he just has a thought, he just talks a lot on the internet but this talking right here is sound doctrine Tyrese I'm with you and I agree now on to our second unicorn tale because I feel a way so rapper T.I. admits he accompanies his daughter who is 18 to the gynecologist every year to make sure that she is still a virgin also revealing that as of last year, her hymen is still intact. And a few facts about T.I. He is a 39-year-old man who has multiple children. Yes, he has some girls and some boys. And he went down to the Ladies Like Us podcast and caused a conniption child. T.I. said that he makes those appointments for his daughter. She'll be very much of celebrate, celebrate. And he'll be giving like OBGYN, OBGYN, 9.30 a.m. And then, you know, he said that he meets with the doctor after each of her pelvic exams and gets deja to sign a waiver allowing the doctor to share information, including whether or not her hymen is intact and a whole probably litany of things that she does and T.I. also explains that he insists on the results and he also has a 15 year old son who he knows for a fact is sexually active they have those conversations but apparently the conversation is not held to the same standard as the daughter who is 18 and as of now still a version now I have key things that I want to mention about the story. One thing that I want to mention about the story is that it is not abnormal, okay? It is not abnormal for a male father, a father who is active and loving to his child to accompany them to the doctor. I myself have a bonus daughter, and I know for sure that her father makes sure that she is getting the necessary treatments and that health insurance and health plans and health care is of, yeah, he goes to the doctor with his daughter. So that's not, I'm not like, you know, um, contemplating on whether a male, accompanying his daughter it's weird no I ain't have a father that does not mean that a father can't take their child to I'm telling y'all see it firsthand and I know things and so yeah let's keep it moving my issue that I have first of all is this said pelvic exam and I'm pretty sure that the daughter Deja and T.I. have a pretty substantial relationship. They love each other and they're able to talk to each other. And I don't know how these conversations go. And that's my issue. Like, I don't know like what agreement they have in their household, but I do know that the 15 year old son King is sexually active and the 18 year old apparently is not, but, but I have things because I'm confused as to why the, I'm, you know what? 
I think that I should mind my business as the household is concerned and how they work on their communication in that household and also what their agreements are as far as health issues are concerned in their household. I think I mind my business up until the second that you go on a podcast and get to announcing personal private matters as it pertains to your household and your family and your daughter. So I do at this moment feel like it's a safe place for us to just speak about. I have an issue with you airing your daughter's business out. If that's the agreement that you have as her father, if the mother is with it and you guys agree on that as a household, I don't understand why I belong on a podcast. I don't understand why I belong on the street. I don't understand why I belong in necessary conversation. Those are her hind parts. Yeah, those are her privacies. I'm confused as to why it's a discussion. That's that's one of my issues. You know, and let's so just, just go ahead and move on because a lot of people ask me, like, August, what do you think? Like, I think a lot, yeah. I also think that I have an issue with the society and the way that the government shuns the parents for privacy, okay? Let's talk about that. I have an issue. You want to know why I have an issue? Because I can birth a child, have it from my womb, and you can tell me that I'm not privy to the information that is being shared to you. Confused? Yeah, I am. I'm very confused as to why I can have a 18-year-old daughter and my 18-year-old daughter or my 17-year-old son or my 15-year-old twins can tell me that they don't want me to know what they said to their doctor. See, now I got an issue. See what I'm saying? I don't care about a HIPAA. I don't care about anything. What I'm saying is that I birthed you. I'm saying your father's sperm, my body, release. Or if you in this day and age, somebody else's sperm, somebody else's body, but you mine. Let's be clear on who you belong to. Yes, you do belong to me because I have the opportunity to raise you. I have the opportunity to feed you. I have no other choice unless Child Protective Service going to knock on my door and tell me that I'm unfit. So with that being said, yeah, you're mine. And with that being said, I also need to be privy on whatever happens. I want you to be absolutely forthright, not only to me, but I want you to be forthright to your doctor so that way if you have an ache, if you have a pain, if you have anything that you can make sure that you are deliberately discussing that with not only your doctor but you're deliberately discussing that with your parents now my issue falls in the system okay I shouldn't have to ask for what's going on. You should not have to tell me that I have to sign something in order for me to be in a room, see, because if my child is born with said disease or if my child is born or develops something, you know, 18 years into their life, you'll tell me that. But if I'm discussing sex or I'm discussing their bodies, you don't want to run me that information. Something about that stirs me very wrong. Now, I understand communities and said things but we're talking about someone who I decided to bring into this world someone who I have to take care of no matter what someone who I decide on a day-to-day basis to love on someone who I decide on a day-to-day basis to make sure that their not only needs are met but their wherewithal and their mental stability is in my hands so I'm confused when I take you to the doctor you tell me I can't come in the room now listen I'm a real woman so if my daughter is 
just getting examined, guess what I will do? Step out. But yeah, if it's given swab and things of that nature, I'm confused as to, I don't know the test results. You, what you call on her phone? Yeah, she don't got a phone. Yeah. Talk to me. I'm confused. But I'm not going to discuss that any further because that is not the issue at hand. The issue at hand is that T.I. formidably thinks that a hymen being present says that his daughter is a virgin. And, you know, the, the doctor done ran the facts down. You know, if she's an athlete, if she rides bikes rigorously, if she is into sports, there is a large assumption that sometimes the hymen won't be intact and that does not mean that your daughter is not a virgin but I don't understand why you can't trust the daughter because my issue falls into place that she has to be touched and pried with instruments and she's telling you that she's a virgin like something about that weirds me out that you insist on her being touched and pried by her doctors because I know any women like me that has had a pelvic exam you are very 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 like child I don't feel like it. And that is a lot of reasons why a lot of people don't go to the doctor because they're uncomfortable with the procedures. But listen, if you care enough about your body, if you care enough about things that is going on with yourself, you'll take that uncomfortability for a couple of seconds just so you can get the results you want. And I believe if you are having sex, you should do it safely. But if you're not having sex, I don't think no doctor should be touching you. They should be asking you, well, do you get frequent headaches? Do you have backaches? Can you bend over? And so I, I want to see if you have scoliosis, things about that. I'm just, I'm I'm good with, but I'm not I'm not necessarily good with somebody insisting that I'm telling you that I'm a virgin, and I have to be opened up for a pelvic exam. I have an issue there. Do I have an issue with him wanting to know facts? No, but I have an issue with the pelvic exam. Now, what I do have an issue in conjunction with all the other things. I think I had a plenty of issues since we're here on Unicorn Tales. There's no point in me lying to you guys or fabricating exactly how I feel. But what I will say is I have an issue with the duality of sexuality that fathers and mothers present like it's not a normalcy. It's not a normal thing. It's not something that happens progressively as a woman or as a man. Now, I do have an issue with teenagers humping very young. I do have an issue with us not being, you know, forthright about how sex is not only a part of life, but it's inevitable. Okay, let's be clear. See, those are my issues, the stagnation of talking about it because you don't want to discuss it because you think it's so weird, but you enjoy having it. See, those are the conversations that I think that we should invite parents and we should invite children into the room as soon as they get an urge or a hint that they need to know more about their body. See now the under teaching of the body is my issue. The under teaching of sexuality is my issue. Now I did not go through a lot of things like a lot of people like, I didn't have that mother who, you know, you know, tell me not like she didn't say that, oh, you can't have sex. You can't do this. She never told me that. But what I do know is that she did not one lead by example with the conversation, but she did give me the comfortable place to say, if you are having sex, let me know so I can get your birth control. Because the last thing you want to do is have sex and you're pregnant and you're trying to figure out your life with the child. I still made my decisions. I still did what I did. But the reality is that my mother didn't scare me off with the conversation. Now, I do know that she did not parent me first. She parented me second. I'm a middle child out of three. But my issue with this issue is that it is just too invasive. 
without you having the sexual education. And I do think that T.I. is scared that his daughter will, you know, more than likely interrupt her life with a person like him. He knows how he has done women. He knows how he has been as a man toward women. So the last thing he wants is his baby girls to be introduced to a man like him. I think that's the actual issue. So you guys let me know. You send me an email. I have dissected this as much as I could, but I actually just think that you don't have a problem with your 15-year-old having sex. Why are you down your 18-year-old throat? Are we not teaching sexual education? You have not only the monetary value that you can just take your child and drop them off somewhere and you sit in a you know, a corner and just listen to them being privy to their bodies and their hormones and how they will go forth. And, you know, the natural things that will happen, all of the things like I'm just so confused as to why the conversation, why the conversation cannot be more progressive. It's very sexist and it's very undermining. And I feel very afraid because I'm like, Oh, Dag, where's mama? What mama think? But then I don't know what goes into their household and how all of those ramifications are set up as far as them expressing themselves to each other about their sexualities. But I'm also very confused because I don't want to talk about it because, child, that'll be stirring up a whole bunch of mess. But I'm trying to tell you that sometimes girls do talk to girls and sometimes boys do talk to boys and sometimes people don't want to be bothered at all because they don't even explore their sexuality because they just don't want to. So there are a whole litany of things that go on with sex that I think it's not discussed, but I also am very, 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 you know, I'm very open to the conversations because I think that it's natural. So I'll table this discussion. I know you guys may have a lot to say about it. I kind of should have went live just to discuss it. Maybe I'll kick in with my live audience in a few just to see what they say, give you guys an update. But you guys let me know. And at this time, we will move on to Make Me Under Baby. This week on Make Me Under is truly a trip because I was going to talk about three things before I talked about this one thing. And I think that this one thing trumps all the rest. Let's be more mindful about all of the ingredients that we use as it pertains to products that we place on our skin. That goes for skincare and that also goes for makeup. When you talk about health and wellness and all of the things that pertains to things that you put inside of your body, they always tell you to read the label. What is the first ingredient? How many ingredients thereafter follows? Like all of that is important for food, but it is as important as the things that we put on our face. And whether you are a makeup wearer, whether you are a guy who just really doesn't even wear makeup, but you actually just 
make sure that your skin is just down to face category. Thank you. Or you just want to look cool, like, but you don't want all of the problems. I see an esthetician on a monthly basis. I know that everybody ha does not have the means to do that, nor do they have the commitment of the schedule. But I take my skin very seriously because I'm not only a makeup artist, but I love that, you know, I just like to take care of myself in all aspects because it does not only stuff for my self-esteem, it does things for not only my confidence, but it just does things for me as it pertains to self-care. And you guys know I have plenty of children. So anywhere I can get self-care in. And my husband loves to go to his esthetician too. So I'm like, bow. I'm excited. Both of us can go. We have a monthly appointment. That's like another date night for us. But if you are not able to afford like an esthetician, if you are not able to afford like chemical pills and listen, all of that stuff in the store. Listen, y'all, I'm not that grand. Like I just got here. Thank you. She's just arrived a matter of years ago. So no matter how young or how old you are, I think that the chemicals and all of the the ingredients on the products need to really be made sure that they are looked at. Because even if you start to put on the full face and you start to get oily, you know you have normal skin. Sometimes those ingredients are fighting each other. Some One is water-based. Another one is silicone-based. You never know because you're not reading, but you say, oh, I, this person told me this and that's cool. So with that being said, when it comes to all of your products, make sure you are checking the back of all of the skincare and get as, as natural as possible, especially when it comes to your daily regimens. So if you know you only wear makeup three to four times a week, you get your products for that. But your skincare, washing your face daily and going to sleep, all the things that you are directly putting on your face, moisturizer, serums, mask, get something that has as less ingredients as possible. And I can tell you what ingredients I use because I have been like a firm believer in her products. I use Tata Hopper. I'm not sponsored. I pay my coin. She is high. She is based out of Denver, but she keeps me feeling fresh. She makes all of her products fresh. They expire. I'm grateful to even be able to learn anything about her. So with that being said, that's my make me under tip. I know it's a little long. I'm usually not long with it with make me unders. But I just want to make sure that I get the point across that even if we eat the best, even if we have vegan, you know, diets, when it comes to whatever skincare we're using, we have to make sure that the ingredients are just as less as what we're chewing. Yeah, so that's all. I hope that helps someone. It helped me to just make sure that I'm more alert and more aware when, like, I'm trying new products. So let's move on to what burns me up, child, because child, child, mm, if I can hit this microphone, child. Now, this is everybody's favorite segment, including one of mine. And it is what burns me up, child. Listen, let me tell y'all something. I have a couple of things disturbing me at this moment, and I just wanted to go ahead and just run them down. I got a little feedback, and y'all told me that y'all wanted more than, what, more than one what burns me up. So, therefore, I got a few things today. First of all, fitted sheets. I'm so confused as to how fitted sheets work. 
It's very confusing. I really believe that if you are a child of God and you know how to, you know, fold a fitted sheet properly, then your childhood was the worst thing in the world. I am so confused as to how those things work. I don't know. My mom, I think she did teach me, but I didn't listen. So if I go in your house and you have fitted sheets in your closet and they're very nice, I'm just going to be very sad and for you. But fitted sheet wears me out. They wear me thin because they take up so much room in my closet because I don't know how to fold them. Now, I was thinking about going down to the YouTube and figuring it out. But then once I watched the video, it was like 11 minutes long. I said, never mind. Balled up it is. With that being said, I'm got one more thing to say. All of you people who post your kids as soon as they come out the womb, burns me up now i'm not one to judge you will rarely see my kids on the internet you'll see them when i want them to be seen otherwise you won't see them at all my thing is is that i don't have problems with the way the people govern themselves down to the tune of how they post what they post and why they choose to post those are your children but i don't know if you notice every single child looks alike out the womb all of them. Head look the same shape. Everybody really come out the same complexion. All the noses seem wide. All the heads are small. They got the same hats on. I'm just so confused as to why y'all give y'all kids down to the internet two hours out of the womb. They down to the... I'm glad to be confused. They all look alike. You Let that baby get a little bit of color. Get that baby at least a week before you put that phone down to face and put that face down to internet. I'm just saying, I don't want to be judgmental as to how people do what they do with their children, but I'm just saying, all these kids look exactly alike when they come out. I mean, I done had plenty. I done seen a few. Now, the features may be substantially different, but I'm telling y'all, they all look like umbilical cord and warm juice. That's just what they look like. And I'm just saying, that's all that's burning me up this week. Two small things, but I had to get them off my chest because it wears me out sometimes when I see these things and I notice them. Not just be like, child, wouldn't the fitted sheet be going on? And why is these people kids on the internet? You just had them three hours ago, and they all look alike. All of them look alike. I don't care. And I'm child i just want to be in the blanket business down to the hospital in the hats because i'd be wore out and i just wish i thought of an idea like that so i could not work i don't have to do anything but make a corn and a profit off of those fitted sheets that they put around them babies and that daggone hat the same hat it's the same hat even if you put your own them kids look alike you don't even let them get no color before y'all put them down down to the skin be dry dried up on the internet peeling Got all of that womb juice on. I just be confused. That's all. That's all. That's all. You send your what burns me up to. Contact simplebeautyworld at gmail.com. You guys send them in all the time. But I have so many that I'm not ready to use yours yet. I'll pass the torch to you guys soon. Thank you so much for listening. And before I go, I just want to let you guys know that Miss August, your host with the most, will be hosting two fashion shows, one on the 25th third and the other on the 29th the first one is the models of distinction fashion show they will be celebrating their 10 year anniversary and it is called the fashion heist i will be your host for the evening that will go on on saturday november the 23rd 2019 the pop-up shop will start at 6 p.m and the runway show will commence at 7 30 p.m 
I'll leave all of the information for tickets and also all of the information for place. It's Towson University, which is in the Baltimore area. And if you guys know anything about Models of Distinction, they were the first place winners of the HBCU Fashion Battle that is hosted by Models Inc. each year. I am so excited, baby, because I will be hosting their fashion show. And I know coming up off of that win, it is going to be lit, you guys. Also, Extraordinary Entertainment, EOE, will be hosting their fall fashion show. And they are the high school first place winners of the same competition. So, baby, the first place winners have booked Miss August. And I am so excited because their fall fashion show, Graffiti, will be on the 29th of November. I am so grateful and ecstatic for each and every opportunity that I get to pour back into the communities and make sure that the love that I have is, you know, magnified. So I'll be hosting both shows. I'll leave all of the information that I have personally in the description bar. If you guys want to get tickets, if you guys want to go on Instagram and follow them, I invite you to do so, you guys. It's going to be amazing if you are in the Washington, D.C. area or the Baltimore area, the 23rd or the 29th. Be sure to support, support, support. These shows will be amazing. And these Adults and kids are uber talented. So with that being said, thank you so much for listening to Simple Beauty, the podcast. Remember that you cannot put makeup on inner beauty. So let's just do the work. Bye.